1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102
3: Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. How much would you pay to use a nice, clean, well-stocked public bathroom? What's worse, real fur or fake fur? And six things you should be cleaning more than once a year. It is Wednesday, the 21st of March of 2018, where Jeff and Jen and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Heard uh, President Trump talking about the new tax plan while we're on the subject. Just when older people think they understand millennials, they hear something like this. <laughs> According to a new survey, we've learned this morning that millennials actually like doing their taxes. Really?
1: Really? Why?
3: Well, they enjoy the process. Of I've co- always done my own up
4: until last year, and I I, weirdly kind of like setting out everything on the kitchen table, like all my forms and my calculator the and my pencil. yours complicated. They were, and I. that's why I had a guy do it, because I, I okay. I'll mess something up. And Maybe
5: that's what you like is the um, problem-solving part of it, you know, like putting this piece together and that piece together and seeing if it all adds up to equal that, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean?
1: How much am I getting back? That, that's <laughs> a, I'm sure it's only fun if you're getting money back.
3: Yeah, back in the day, you know, when all you had was a W 2 and you just had to fill out the 1040 easy. It did sort of give you the sense of accomplishment as yes. things got a little more complicated and maybe your tax burden got a little higher, it became less fun. A schedule
4: mm. E and C, what? Right. <laughs> uh,
3: 52% of millennials say they enjoy the process of doing their taxes. I guess it gives you a sense of satisfaction, of completion. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you feel organized, you feel like you got it together. That is versus 33% of people between the ages of 35 and 54, and 21% of people over the age of 55. But now let's talk about bathrooms. When you're out of the house and you suddenly realize you need a bathroom, how much would you pay to use a nice clean, well-stocked public toilet?
5: Oh, I when I was pregnant, I would have paid whatever fee you told me I needed to to pay. Because I used probably every public restroom in the tri-state. Did it's, you find that many filthy
1: ones? Oh. Really? Yes. That bad? The women's room is disgusting. And you're talking about like at halfway decent stores oh, and sure. restaurants? 100%. Yeah. Even when you're out shopping. Mm.
3: Yeah, especially fast food places. They tend to be the worst, you know. No matter how hard they try to keep them clean. They and just,
5: grocery stores.
3: Yeah, they just cannot seem to uh, stay on top of it in most places. Um. It is of a fast, lot, but
1: you know, so much of that I think we need to talk to each other about. Oh, for sure. I mean, seriously, you cannot blame these businesses mm-hmm. for not wiping up your urine on the seats. And it's not just urine. Think about there There's other... all kinds yes. of stuff. Or for, I know these are automatic flush toilets, but if it doesn't automatically flush on its own, there's a little black button there Bingo. that you can push and you can even push it with your foot. Uh. If you don't want to touch it.
4: Right. You mean take personal responsibility
1: <laughs> for the
4: actions you do? But w- oh, more importantly,
3: man. it's these blowers are the worst because it's unsanitary anyway. And sometimes you need something to wipe with that's a little more substantive than flimsy toilet paper. And when they don't have any paper towels in there, it just makes it even more disgusting. And then you got this massive blower that's just blowing germs around the room. Yeah. So
1: loud. Jacob refuses to use those when he uses a public restroom and all they have is the blower. Then he comes out and uses my shirt. The thing, yeah.
5: the thing <laughs> that always <laughs> set me into straight like disgustingville was...
2: Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
4: Surgery has
5: stainless steel and i know that it's not supposed it's supposed to be like one of those things that you make your bathroom of because it doesn't hold as much germs but people don't wipe that off and everyone is touching it so you could always see like the handprints and other things that Mm -hmm. have just stuck to the stainless steel yeah
3: it's pretty nasty especially in fast food restaurants gas stations or park bathrooms So if I am fortunate enough to be at a fairly nice restaurant and I walk in there and the restroom is not only clean, but they have paper towels, I feel like I've died and gone to heaven. And according to a new survey, 56% of Americans say they feel the same because they would be actually willing to spend money. They would be willing to use a nice paid toilet like the ones they have in Europe if it meant Cleaner environments. 45% said they would pay a quarter. Is that all? A quarter. <laughs> 29% would pay 50 cents, and 6% would pay a dollar or more. I would. Yeah, i pay a I dollar. Would. In a sure. heartbeat. If that's what it took to keep it clean. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed. I used a public toilet, the, <laughs> one of those pay public toilets yeah. in the heart of Amsterdam, and they're small, they're tight, but the technology is just fascinating. How they're able to—it's one of those self-cleaning, self-contained yeah. deals. Mm-hmm. Doesn't
5: it spray it like all the way down or out or something when it's done? It
3: does, but when you walk in there, you wouldn't know it though, and it was immaculate. I was really impressed. How much did you have to pay that. for that?
5: Like U.S. dollars? Do you remember?
3: I, It—I don't even think it was a euro. Oh, nice. I think I just, it was pocket change. And I, but he got his money's worth. For sure. I sure did. <laughs> he spent <laughs> extra time in there. That was pretty impressive. All right. Who would have guessed that spending 65 hours a week reading documents to figure out new ways to argue with people would leave you feeling empty and alone? Wait till you hear this. A new study figured out the jobs where people feel the loneliest and least lonely. And the three loneliest jobs, number one, lawyers. Lawyers are lonely. Well, it's I guess they had the most lawyers repeat re, uh, the most lawyers report feeling lonely.
1: Well, you know, you figure they spend probably most of their days talking to people they don't even know. They're talking to people they're representing. It's not like they're hanging with friends all day. And they work a lot. With clients. True,
3: and you're right. They do work a lot, and they're prepping arguments, and they're probably doing a ton of research, and a lot of hours in the library. Uh, Engineers came in behind lawyers, followed by scientists. So those would be the three loneliest professions, the three least lonely. Uh, Number three, sales. I guess that makes sense. Number two, marketing. Yeah, those are very social Social jobs, jobs. I guess. Mm -hmm. And at the very top of the list, social workers.
1: Well, it's very, very lonely being a radio personality. Really? (laughs) (laughs) We're like sales, marketing, and social workers all put together. It's not lonely enough.
5: We We have all of us every day. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
5: Yeah. That's not lonely. That's not lonely at all. Yeah. I'm sure when you leave here, I hated when I was single and I didn't have a baby or anything else going on and I would leave here and just go home to my house and I'd be like, now what? What am I supposed to do all day? <laughs> i serious. That's when I was the most fit and the best shape of my life because I was like, I might as well just go find somebody to talk to. Yeah.
3: So if you're lucky enough to have a job where you could pretty much live anywhere and you want to live in a city that's got a great cost of living, you know, where living is cheap, you want to live large, but you want to live large on the money you got and the job you got. We've got the 10 cheapest cities in America, so places you might want to actually consider moving to. Plus, what's worse, real fur or fake fur is your news that didn't make the news continues. Over. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Chan. Oh, I had them? Yeah, you. Oh, I, you I brought it
5: in for you. Because the last time we had a conversation about Toblerone, you were like, I've never had one. And I'm like, I'll bring one in. And no. I think I went to Cracker Barrel or something and got one. Mm-hmm.
4: I'm uh, putting a quiz up on our Jeff and Jen Facebook page. Everyone has a chocolate bar that matches their personality, and I got to- toberlone.
1: Toblerone. 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 <laughs> Toblerone. That's how familiar
4: I am with it, but that's what I am.
1: It's an awesome. Candy
4: I see bar. the
3: the box in the um, in the concessions counter at the Esquire or Marymount movie theater. So mm-hmm. I know they sell them, but I ever actually got them i get i get the Ritter sport
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. what is that
3: it's uh chocolate and hazelnuts oh. it's really good
5: well this is more like if you like toffee you'll like it it's got little it's awesome. chunks of
1: toffee in it and
3: it's, i
5: think it's Sw- swedish isn't it from switzerland swiss chocolate or something i don't
1: know if it's switzerland i think so my mom used to get
3: it and sell it for german club all the to time sell it for French when i was club, a kid.
5: Too. yeah yeah
3: is nope. it a bar or is it like those triangular, it's triangular, shaped triangular little pieces it's... that
1: you break off? I they're, they're awesome, and the white chocolate Toblerones. Forget Ooh, about I've it. I've never had
5: that, mm. but it is like a bar.
4: For your pa- personality, it means that you have a talent for putting on your own twist on old favorites.
5: That's true. Is that me? I would say that's Oh, it's you. totally you. Yep. Let's all take the candy bar quiz. I'll
4: put it up right now.
5: <laughs>
3: Surprised it wasn't like Zagnut or <laughs> like <a> Biddle Honey. <laughs> I like a good score bar. <laughs>
5: Sometimes I feel like oh my those candy bars on those quizzes, I'm like, I'm not any of these. <laughs> not identifying with you at all.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk about your money. You know, you're, you're in a career, and you make a decent living. You'd like to make a little more. You'd like to see your money go a little farther. Have you considered moving? A new study found the 10 cheapest cities in America based entirely on their cost of living. And here are the results. Starting with number 10, a lot of these are in the South, Brownsville, Texas. I don't know if the whole lot is going on in Brownsville, Texas. I believe yeah. that's
4: right at, the, right at the border of Mexico, like uh, where South Padre Island is, right mm. at the very bottom. Oh,
3: okay. Well, it's pretty inexpensive to live down there. Uh, number nine was Oklahoma City, followed by Jonesboro, Arkansas. How far did you live from Jonesboro, Tim? Three or four hours. Is that a nice town? Have you ever been? Never been. Memphis, Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee. Wichita Wichita Falls, Texas. Kalamazoo, Michigan. Cool town. Good beer. Is it Kalamazoo. a cool town? I've never been to Kalamazoo. It's where Western Michigan University is. Mm. Harling, Harlingen, Texas. Harlingen, Harlingen, Texas. Harlingen, uh, Conway, Arkansas. And number one, the cheapest city in America is McAllen, Texas, which I think is adjacent to Brownsville, isn't it? Really I'm close. Not sure. There's a couple cities there that make up the metro area. I had a friend who just moved away from McAllen to Florida, and she hated it, McAllen. So maybe that's why it's so (laughs) inexpensive, because nobody wants to live there. (laughs) But anyway, that's where you want to go if you want to see your money go farther. All right, apparently people have a huge issue with you wearing fake fur now, and not just over tackiness concerns. A new poll asked people what's worse, real fur, which is considered by many to be cruel, or fake fur, which is usually made from plastics that can take centuries to biodegrade.
5: Oh, I and never thought about that. So
3: when they, uh, when they polled people, doesn't say how many people were involved in the survey, uh, but I can tell you that according to this study, more people seem to have an issue now with fake fur. 24% of people said fake fur is worse. Sixteen percent said real fur is worth worse, and forty-one uh, percent said they're both bad.
1: Yeah, I can't do real fur. For I, you know, fake. I like furry things, so fake fur. But I never thought about the biodegradable
3: thing. Oh, one more thing.
1: One more. One more forbidden thing. fruit. One
3: more thing you can't well, enjoy.
1: Uh, the only kind of fur. It, I mean, does she like sheep fur? Does that count as fur? Like UGGs? I mean, I don't that, think so because I don't
5: think, it's, I mean, they take it off of there and it grows back. They're not right, harming they're the animal, it. right?
1: Exactly. So for it to be considered fur, does it have to be attached to his skin? Well, what if it's a uh, a little mink thing and it's run what
4: uh, is a, and no. it's running around and it Can't dies it. a natural death, a natural after death, after a beautiful life in the woods.
1: Well, hey, there you go lots
4: of babies, and then some trapper just walks upon it. It's already there, and, and it's then he makes you t- something. So, what about that?
1: That I would probably be okay with, but that. But then the you'd thing. have to
3: explain it every they time you went out,
1: right? Exactly. So I don't look like a total ass. <laughs> it was already dead, <laughs> but they can't
5: do that, right? Like, doesn't like things start to not work well once? Well, no it idea. depends
1: on how long it's there. Because remember, I dated a man oh, that yeah, would pull high over. High- yeah, roadkill boy. If he saw a dead raccoon on the side of the road, we would pull over and he would throw it in the back of the truck. Make
3: a head. For what? It's a pelt?
1: That pelt's worth $30. Oh.
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> but if it's there too <laughs> long, I don't think you can get like a- Who's the trapper? A, a, a $30 is $30. Yeah. It
1: depends on, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening Ugh. to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at com.